Well, as I was saying earlier, there's been a worrying increase in violent crimes taking place in educational institutions throughout South Africa. And as a result, urgent action has been called for from the Department of Basic Education. And recently, Police Minister Becky Tele shared the latest crime statistics from the South African Police Service for the third quarter of 2023-24 fiscal year, which reveal the current crime trends nationwide. And according to the Democratic Alliance, during the same period, there were alarming figures reported seven murders, 24 attempted murders, 252 cases of assault, grievous bodily harm, and 61 rapes within the premises of schools, universities, colleges, and daycare and aftercare facilities. And this afternoon, we have Tarona Mudley. She's the CEO of Naptosa KZN, joining us to shed light on this very worrying situation. Tarona, good afternoon. Welcome to Radio Islam once again. Good afternoon, Anissa. Good afternoon to your listeners too. Well, this is, you know, something that we, we've we seen getting worse and worse over the years. It's become sort of an entrenched cycle of violence within our schools that is contributing to, I think, you know, almost making it normal for this kind of behavior among students and staff in schools and other educational facilities. Yes, absolutely. You know, we have to also see schools as being a reflection of the communities in which they are in. Mm. And if the national mm. crime stats are so disturbing uh, to find a less you know a more appropriate word uh, of course it's going to manifest itself in our schools because schools are uh, communities within communities uh, however you know we can't also take it for granted and find excuses for the reasons why violent crime is is becoming so uh, in our schools Mm-hmm. It, it has such a huge impact, not on the learners, on the educators, on the parent component. Um, and also, remember, teaching and learning is disrupted because of the violence yes. in our schools. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's uh, we, we, we look at it um, from a point of view as um, we bring our kids to school and we expect them to be safe. But this is not the, the situation any longer. And it's not just our children, but it could be parents outside the school waiting for their children. It's happening to teachers within the school. The violence is perpetrated either by students or others coming into the school. So this is, there's a lot of challenges that are being faced. And law enforcement agencies, are they in any way helping to prevent this or even trying to find ways that schools can be um, you know geared to sort of put in place um, sort of you know uh, rules or just about anything that can help to, to stem this kind of violence Anissa you know there is no quick fix to this because mm-hmm. there are so many variables that impact on the violence in schools Two weeks ago, we had a learner who was stabbed outside the school by another learner. He was brought into the school and he bled to death. He he died shortly after arriving. He was a grade 10 learner. So he would have been about 15 or 16. Uh, Bled to death and died shortly after arriving in hospital. We had the principal at Primrose Primary in Gauteng who was shot by by another learner. And later we found that this had been orchestrated, it was premeditated, it was planned. And you ask me, you know, where it's not going to be law enforcement. Law enforcement have their hands full already. Mm-hmm. What is happening is that mm-hmm. schools are being seen as soft targets because there's little or no security in schools provided by the Department of Education. 
Fences that need to keep these bad elements out are collapsing with gaping holes in them. There's no security systems. Uh, let's talk about property, loss of property. Uh, you know, there's no security systems, burglar gates. There is nothing. Yet schools have expensive electronic equipment, laptops, projectors, teachers, personal effects. So criminals see schools as a soft target. And coming, you know, with robbery comes violence, with violence comes attacks, assault, possibly even death. So it's really up to the communities to take responsibility for security. I have always said that schools must become such an integral part of the community that even if they know of the of the perpetrators that have committed uh, assault or robbery in schools, they need to call those people to book or report them to the police. Look, I know who did this. I know who assaulted or hijacked the teacher. And even anonymously, you know, uh, report mm-hmm. these things. As soon as communities take responsibility, uh, we are going to see better run schools. Because really, Anissa, there are some areas where communities are involved in the life of the school. They are there on weekends. They are taking care of the verges, cutting grass, volunteering, parents. And in other communities, you are just handing your child over and expecting, you know, just wash your hands. Once you drop the child off at school in the mornings, the child is not your concern anymore. You've relegated your responsibilities to teachers. Teachers can't be... Uh, protecting your child, educating your child, protecting the school, protecting the uh, property of the school. It's just, it's just, it's just overwhelming for teachers. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely true. And I was Change about to actually, yes, I was actually going to bring that up as well. Um, but I think really looking at it right now, what would you say is required in order for us to try and stop this kind of behavior? I know it's a huge mindset and you did say a mindset change and you did say it's going to take time. But what do we do? Um, you know, we look at uh, uh, school governing bodies. Do we get them involved? Um, parents coming in, like you said, just the whole community, I think, needs to become involved and realize once again that our, that we live basically in a global village and that that. You know, the idea of a village is actually a very small place. You know, and uh, go ahead. Uh, so, you know, there's so many, there's so much happening in the schools. Firstly, there's violence and poor discipline within the schools. And we need to get that right. And that's not the difficult one because it's within the purview of the school principal and the governing body. So, mm-hmm. get the discipline in the school right set the tone within the school with the learners and then you will not see the violence against teachers i mean back in the day you'd never think about uh punching a teacher in the face or taking yes. uh, a duster and throwing it at a teacher or worse you know being uh, taking a weapon to a teacher you'd never mm. because discipline was a number one priority and for teaching and learning to happen effectively you have to have discipline in school so that is a given so schools need to effectively manage the discipline and the governing body is responsible for the code of conduct that they have to, on an annual basis, review, update, mm-hmm. upgrade, amend, suit the needs of the school. Take discipline within the school seriously. So you're not going to get learners stabbing each other outside the school either because they know there's consequences. 
So we need to start with what we can do before we look at the unmanageable things that are really beyond our control, like outside elements, delinquents entering entering the school. And finally, you know, you'll get the community to respect the school because they say learners that come from the school are so disciplined. There's no disorder. um, You know, there's no um, assaults happening or crime happening within the school. Because remember, there's also crime happening in the school. Learners bringing... I saw a horrific video the other day of sealed packets of Simba chips. And when they opened it, there was a whole lot of cannabis in there. Wow. Well, so times have changed. Cannabis, of cigarettes. Yes, yes. So you've got to amend your code of policy. You've got to update it. You've got to keep ahead of what's possibly going to happen in your school. And you've mm-hmm. got to start with the school. Mm-hmm. Then it will filter out to the communities. You've got to sell the idea to the parents. Yes. Tarona, thank, thank you very much for making time for us this afternoon. Unfortunately, we've run out of time and it is our evening prayer, so I'm going to have to cut the interview okay. short. But thank you so much for being with us this afternoon. Thank much so appreciated. Much and I, I hope parents and teachers and schools um, take heed of what you've just said. Thank you. Thank you so much Bye-bye. for having me. Good evening. You're to you. welcome. You too. Bye-bye.